Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 130. Today's episode begins a new arc in our series, Echoes of Invasion. Set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, 30-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. This is Dwarvish Discourse. Trick and Heppa track the source of the water pollution to an innovative Dwarvish mining operation in the cave system below the Esmark Hills, where new magical insights await them. They seek an audience with Lord Knutin to resolve the water situation, but will dwarves take mining advice from elves? This arc contains spoilers for the Battle for Westnoth campaign, Eastern Invasion. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. The bog makes very strange noises. Oh, that's not like your stomach's gurgling from all the donuts? Donuts for dinner, donuts for breakfast? Stomach gurgling for more. We are going to run out of food (laughs) at some point. Although you did replenish with the pig, but I don't know if we know how to do anything to save that food. That's why I'm giving away as much as I can. If I can freeze it with this ice crystal. How would you keep it frozen? Sheer, sheer determination of elven heart and soul. <laughs> and this is the conversation as you guys head to the sunrise side of the swamp where you will be meeting with Hazis. So, the sunrise side of the swamp. Hazis is there and waiting. And uh, she has her little spears. And she has like a little uh... satchel is, I feel like is too fancy a word. She's um, got a purse. <laughs> Clutch. She has like more on her than she did like when you guys previously saw her because she's going to be gone all day to take you someplace. So. Does she have like a pouch maybe is what you're yeah. saying? Something like yes. more rudimentary? It's like, yeah, it's like a pouch and she does have some like very simple attire and so it's just a belt type. She's got a fanny pack. Perfect. She is waiting for you when you arrive. Wait, did we recover? I have a lot of strain but I don't remember when. That gets all cleared oh. out when you sleep for the night. When Kachin gets to roll some healing and fattening up, I don't know what. If you want to make a medicine check on Kachin before you leave camp for the day, you can roll one. Yeah. It's only one purple now. I kind of worry about him being by himself. Does it occur to you that he was by himself before you showed up? I know, but I don't want to take steps backwards (laughs) because now he seems like he's sleeping. And he's much more injured than when we found him. Maybe I should take medicine. Three successes and two advantages. You redress his his wound in the morning before you leave camp, and it's looking much better. Okay, good. Like, now he's under her care, so now she worries. Okay, so we'll do a geography check for the purpose of, like, you learning the route. Not you getting there successfully, but she's taking you to the cave entrance, and this is a matter of you learning the route. So that's one role um, that if you're paying attention to that sort of stuff, uh, you can do that on Hepa's behalf. Other types of roles that could be made, you could make a survival role in the tracking sort of sense, or like a perception role, and this would be like what you learn kind of like about the landscape along the way, so that's another thing. For perception to see what you can see, because yeah. what's out here? I could see the argument for perception if you're looking for like evidence of like previous buildings or things like that, or I could see an argument for survival if you're looking for like what types of things live in this looking for tracks, because I'm an expert tracker. You guys will roll those things, one for each of you. How difficult? Average difficulty, but you each get a black die, because Hizis is not interested in slowing down for anything, nor is she, like, narrating along the way or anything Mm -hmm. like that. So you guys are, like, having to keep up with her while at the same time you try to absorb what's going on around you. She moves so fast with short legs. Wait, are we walking? I thought we were going over water for some reason. You are leaving the swampy area and headed into the hills. Further into the hills. I have failure with three advantages. Okay, I got a success and two advantages. You will be able to get back to the swamp without Aziz. You internalize this route. And landmarks and things like that so that if you get slightly off route, you can adjust. You do not know anything true about 
what lived around here or traveled right. around here. But or what do I came. know? You have three advantages. Do Are you want to spend them? Horseshoe tracks somewhere. I'm not going to tell you what kinds of tracks there are because you did not succeed that check. Right. Okay. If you want to claim there's horseshoe tracks, that's up to you. I was going to say that if you had anything you wanted to gain from Hazis, you could spend advantages because you do talk all the time. Yes. Um, I think that makes sense. And like Trick is just interested more. He's got some vague sense there's some division of labor in Saurian society. Oh, okay. You want to learn about Saurian society so, some? Well, yeah, because he's going to tell stories about it later. Okay. Like, so she's a hunter, you know, like, I'm also a hunter, but I understand that among elves and Saurians, there are very different divisions of labor. Yeah, I mean, like, when you say that you're a hunter, she's like, that's wrong. No, no, I get that a lot, believe me, but <laughs> I assure you it's true. How does she know you're not female? How do we know she is? Katchen told you that among Saurians, the females are the, the martial yeah. class. So Katchen is the one who told you she was a female. So we're guessing, but... Yeah. She seems to be aware that you look like a female, mm-hmm. Heba, and you look like a male. She's, right. she's seen humans before. <laughs> whereas yeah, she has. Like, <laughs> whereas we haven't. Well, yeah, that's a good point. I've only seen half of one till recently. You're the first time you meet a human female, you're going to be like, what is that? Wait a minute. So you talk about both being hunters, and then do you have some sort of question you want to ask? I mean, I asked her about the likes of this. Okay, so, so men, Saurian men, are like astrologers? Uh, what are they? She corrects your pronunciation of that word. It is properly pronounced auger. Auger. Like, granted that men cannot be very great, but the greatest they can be is, I think, an oracle. Maybe, if you're lucky. Or a soothsayer, I think, is maybe another bit they have. Yeah, so she tells you that oracles are pretty impressive given, you know... Given their limitations. Given their how physically feeble they are, as well as soothsayers. And do they really tell the future? You ask if they tell the future, yes. not if they predict the future. So she says, yes, the future is already written, and the augurs and soothsayers let us know what it will be. Is your, your soothsayer pretty good about this? I don't have a soothsayer. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. But I have given your elvish weapon to the auger to study. Oh, you got an auger, though. Yeah, maybe one day he'll make soothsayer, right? Wait, what elvish? Oh, the dowsing rod. I was like, what elven, <laughs> elvish weapon? The great elvish artifact. <laughs> It's what? like, she's playing the same campaign you are, just at a lower level. Yes. Like, she's collecting elvish artifacts. And... I, was like, I was like, what weapon did we give her? Oh, the halberd? Oh, the halberd? Was that? <laughs> uh, Weaponized finding water. Uh, Trick would probably ask, like, so they can tell the future, uh, so they, they can read omens, dark portents. Trick is trying to think, like, what wacky kinds of magic would, would swordsmen do? Uh, okay, so you had advantages, so, so she will say, and they curse our enemies. Oh, okay, that's pretty good. What, what is, like, what's the go-to Saurian auger curse? Hepa doesn't even have to ask any questions. She's like... <laughs> <laughs> this is new information for Trick, so he's got to integrate this and synthesize it. She acts, like, kind of, like, proudly. You know, the Saurian magic is superior to other forms of magic because it, it can innervate the victims, making them more feeble in all ways. Fatigue? Okay. That's interesting. It makes you feel like old, slow. Well, you warm bloods also cannot withstand the chilly power of, of Saurian magic. Chilly power. <laughs> yeah, chilly, chilly power does not sound quite as, uh, quite as impressive when I wear it that way. It seems like the heat would be a bigger problem for us, but whatever she believes, well, I'm glad we're not on opposite sides today. Not today. We have a deal. You are an excellent deal maker, is this? You had two advantages as well over okay. here. Do you have ideas? So I was doing geography stuff, though. Let me think about what would be geography, because she's just curious. So and she would be looking for anything unusual, not just like a landmark, but, you know, does this tree indicate something? Or was um, there a battle here? Anything that looks interesting, but that's nice and open for you to have to fill in. Well... One thing we could say, if you want to make note of it and remember for later, mm-hmm. is we could give you a blue die on when you do head to the southern battlefield. Mm-hmm. Like, because you're getting higher up into the hills now, 
So it can be like you're at a point now where you can look around and you can be like, oh, yeah, there's that great oh, desert. okay, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Now that we're high enough, I can see where it is and I can see more of the landscape rolling away. And so you'll be able to use some of those things to help you travel further south. Okay, so blue dive for geography check going south. Yeah. I will try to help you remember that as well when the time comes. Well, I'll write it on my sheet and we'll see. <laughs> Two years from now. We finally make it down there. <laughs> like, we're sailing south on the great ocean. I see here I have a blue dive heading south. Yeah, I'm just heading south. <laughs> <laughs> heading north, very challenging. Okay, so trick, are you going to make up things about tracks along the way? Or does, did your failed role mean you just weren't even trying? Uh, no, I think he was trying. He's like, I have no idea what that is. I have no idea. jeez. Oh, and like he knows the story and knows this very well. So rather than get called out on it, he just peppers her questions about things. Yep, and learns about Saurian culture and magic. You know, wishes the best of luck to her auger in understanding the mysteries of an elvish dowsing rod. She is sure he'll be able to master your inferior magics. If I was competitive, I'd just whip out the crystal and do some magic. But I'm pretty sure... <laughs> Freeze this, is... this whole song. Mm-hmm. So, then I would like both of you to make resilience checks. Row. I'm going to say this is just easy. It's a day of hiking, but we do want to know how you... Success and one threat. I get an advantage. <sighs> I'm not used to walking so much. Yo, we're up at a higher altitude. You don't have as much uh, oxygen. Okay. You have failed. You will be entering the cave system suffering two strain. Okay. You are not allowed to use advantage you just got on that roll to heal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you succeeded, so you are not suffering strain. But you have a threat here. Yep. A single solitary threat. Do you have any yep. ideas for one little threat? I mean, I could say you suffer strain, but you succeeded the resilience check, so I feel a little silly giving you a strain. I mean, I'm happy to accept a strain. All right, if you're happy to accept a strain. I didn't want to take away from the meaning of your success. Right. Maybe I could just pass my advantage to the next roll we have to make. Okay. You did not both succeed on this, so you were not able to be super fast getting here. Mm-hmm. So it, it did take, like, you guys left at crack of dawn, so it is uh, late afternoon when you reach the cave. And then Hazis says, see ya! Alright, thanks uh, for going. So she's walking back at night then? Yeah, she's fine with that. Alright. I believe you were going to give her another haunch of meat. Yes, I deliver that. You know, um... You're, now, does your auger like the same cut of meat? Uh, her auger knows better than to question the quality of meat that she provides to the clan. Does he know how you're getting this meat? <laughs> and then she scurries off. I was like, how bold of you to ask. <laughs> what does it mean to hunt? You go out, you acquire meat, and you come back. See, yeah, this is why I like this. <laughs> I'm like leaning against a tree. Uh-huh. Should have brought different shoes. Just a hunter from another mother. <laughs> That's how you got it, right? Pretty much. Maybe it turns out you were half Saurian all along. This whole time. So she leaves, and you guys are at a cave entrance in the afternoon. <sighs> Alright, well, we want to poke around a little bit in there, see what we got? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be dark in the cave either way, so it doesn't really matter when you go in. We don't have any light, do we? I brought a torch. He's got a torch. Of course. He's a skilled ranger. Always bring a torch. Alright. Let's do this. What do you see? If you're leading the way, yep. you are making a survival check. Perfect. To navigate the cave system. What type of checks do you want to make? Perception check. All right. I just want to see what there is. I to think see. perception is, is where we'll start, <laughs> as this is a natural cave. How difficult is navigating the cave? You are both taking one black die because the torch only removes one of the two dice of darkness. And the difficulty of your rolls is going to be two purples. Okay. One failure. Success and two threats. So you have failed to perceive anything of interest. Yeah. You're looking around, but it's dark. This is a completely alien environment to you. Right. You don't really know what to be on the lookout for, what would be expected to be in a cave, what wouldn't be. Right. Trick has succeeded his survival check. So you have navigated a ways into the cave system. In order to go down, circle back under, yes. or it's perhaps under the book. Right. So you are trying to head to an area that you feel is where the bog would be above. 
Are you just poking around or are you like thinking like, all right, we're going to push through this and we're going to get over there? I believe you told Catch and you, you'd be away for a few days. Yeah, because it would take at least a day to get there. So I feel like this probably means, I don't know, he finds like a source of underground water. Like, he's just, uh... You found water. <sighs> Dad, would you be proud? Didn't even need a thousand rod. Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like we could use the rod if we needed yeah. to. Just run across water and like, okay, this must be moving downhill. If I can follow this, as far as the cave is open. Are you suggesting that you wish to take those threats as strain because you're... Uh... Uh, they, or they could be a black die due to the distraction of like, uh... It could be that Hepa's like, do you think this is a natural cave? <laughs> it could be distracting too. <laughs> well, certainly. Could be a natural cave. Uh, Checked out by this water that you set them off. Yeah, trick starts babbling instead of, and so you are distracted. Yes, but successful survival check. So you do successfully head through the cave system, the general direction of where you want to go, but you are distracted, and so we are going to have you make vigilance checks. Still a black die from. You have low light. a black die from low light, and then you have a second black die from your distraction. Hepa only has one black die. <laughs> She's the source. I mean, that's an inversion. Would you please record those scores in a initiative? Two. Total wash. The bad guy gets a one. We got a player, a bad guy, a player. Okay. What is happening is a whole bunch of bats are swooping through the area. They swoop down and they're like swooping around you guys. So it's clear that this is a bats messing with us. Scenario, a coordinated gesture of some kind. Yes, not just like bats fly past. Okay, so we're under attack with bats. Yeah. I mean, I could just pull out the crystal, see if we do a snowstorm. I feel like that's a hepa thing to do, right? Take action. I start. See if this works. Okay, let me think about how scary the situation is because I don't think she's very battle hardened at this point. She's fought illegal still operators. And she ran. The first thing she did was run. She fought zombies. She screamed. Okay, but then she did hit them with a staff, and then she did draw her bow on Hazis. Right. I'm just trying to think of how quickly she would react, but maybe because bats aren't quite as scary as, like, undead arm. Yeah, I think I'll pull... Unless you wanted to go first, you had a better idea. No, I don't have a pretty good I'll pull out this crystal and see if it does... Hopefully it doesn't draw undead. I see if it does ice... If your intention is to launch a blizzard at them? My intention is not to throw something, but to just do the area. I don't know. I, I don't know is how I'm going to discharge it. Is your intention to attack with it? Um, or simply to activate it around you? Okay, the way I thought it would do like a squall. So yeah, I guess it's an attack, but I don't actually intend to release it in this case. I don't know how I'm going to stop the stuff from going because I, I don't think she's thinking that far. But I think she's just thinking, there's bats around, she could do snow around, that would probably freeze the bats. Okay. And she's not thinking about the ecological consequences of killing all the bats <laughs> in this cave, or... How imbalanced it will be. throw off the balance, all that right. guano gone. Yeah. So, if you are thinking that your snow is going to do something to these bats... Yeah. Then, that means this is an attack. Right. Though maybe for the ecological thing, I just want to deter them. Just stop the attack more defensively. I don't know how ingrained that is in elves, but maybe she's a little bit hesitant about. The mechanics of it is uh-huh. it will be an attack. Okay, then yeah, let's do that. It's going to require spending strain because you have to pull out the crystal as a maneuver. Okay. And then turning on the snowstorm is a maneuver. Okay. So to also do something to the bats with the snowstorm would be an action then. So you have so to spend two strain two for strain? Yeah. the double maneuver. All right, so I spend the two strain and now I'm rolling the runes. Is that what I'm doing? You are rolling discipline. What we are doing here is because you have not further studied the room, you haven't done any further experimentation with it. Right. You are still only doing like the basic thing. Okay. Which is the snow squall. Right. When you have time to study this, now that you have the rune skill, like mm-hmm. you will be able to do other things with it, but this is not the time to figure those out. Right. Okay. This is the time to be like, I know it did the thing. Do the thing. Right. So it is a discipline check to hit the bats. The bats are short range from you, so it is one purple to hit them with this thing. And the bats do not have adversary. <laughs> like the adversary. We hit the adversary bats. Where's the boss bat? Yeah. No other things? No black dice or anything for the darkness? Uh, there is one black die of darkness. Okay. I wonder if I should upgrade. And 
Trick, you are holding a torch I'm in one hand. I'm holding a torch in one hand. So pulling out um, a bow is not really going to... I thought you were going to say, so when I blow that torch out, then we're really... Well, scared. yes, we'll see what happens. Um, how many story points do we have? One. Yeah, I'm going to use it. Three successes. Okay. It has a base damage of seven. Do you have any advantages? No, those okay. got washed out. So you, it is ten damage, but these bats are a swarm of bats. Okay. And so the damage gets cut in half. So, so it is... Oh, wait. No, you're in luck. Your snowstorm has the blast quality, and so it does full damage to the swarm. Even though it's not... It doesn't like, have to activate it. It, it just doesn't have, have that quality. Be, nice. Yeah. So... This actually works out quite well for you that you're using it because it does full damage, which is 10. So you bring it up, you summon the, like the vortex of snow swirls around you and Trick, and it's like these little, like the snowball clumps all spinning around and some of them are like whacking bats. Okay, so they and don't freeze, they're, it's like tra- blunt trauma? Or? Yeah, I mean... It's a bunch of little hailstones and snowballs. Yeah, it, it essentially it like scares away the bats. Some of the bats. Right. Not all of the swarm, but some of the swarm right. is dissipated as a result of that, but also the snow is dis- dissipated. Yeah, I was wondering does that leave any water or anything? No. So not a source of water. Well, that's good. No, so that's not, it, that would be great to have water. Essentially, it conjures water, frozen water out of nothing. Right. And when it dissipates, it very quickly goes away. Does it seem like it has the capacity to freeze something, or it's just more about like being a physical thing that can? It is a cold thing. Like the tree or shrub that you hit the other day, things broke and were brittle, and like it looked like the snow was melting, but the snow was melting and magical, and then the moisture was gone. Disappearing. Okay. Like you guys each slipped on a patch of snow mm-hmm. while the vortex was around, but right. it wasn't like there was a puddle afterwards. Which indicates I can use it also to. Make things slippery, I think. Make a note in your experimental log. What can I do with this crystal? So, game mechanics-wise, when you hit something with the snow squall, the snow squall is used up. Okay. And to get the snow squall back requires a maneuver to okay, concentrate so on the rune again. It's not something like, I've summoned a thing, and now I have to figure out how to get rid of it. Right. Okay, that's good. It's like, when you launched it at the bush, it hit the bush... And then it dissipated. Okay. So okay. here it is. You've launched it around with the intent of doing something about the bats. A bunch of bats have collided into it, and it dissipates. So that was your turn. Okay. But there are still bats. Yep. And the bats now swoop in and are engaged with both of you. And now they're mad. Her. And the bats have a power that they can attack both of you. Oh. They may engage all living targets within short range and take an attack action against each target. Okay. This is called teaming threat. They are going to chomp at you. Uh, They're biting? They're tiny little teeth. Chomp, 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 chomp. All right, here they have (sighs) one yellow die. Bad day for us. Did you upgrade? (laughs) No. They could upgrade, though. They are going to upgrade, so they get a green die also. No, it's bad. They were sharpening their teeth all morning. Yeah. You don't have defense, right? Nope. So it's two purples to attack you. Yep. They do not suffer darkness issues. No, I didn't think so. Do they dislike fire, though? They don't suffer against light, either. Okay. I mean, they may burn if you attack them with your torch. Yeah, but that's not going to succeed. It would be a melee light. Yes. This guy over here has no melee light. He just has a light. (laughs) That is melee. Okay. They suffer one threat there. So that's going to be a strain for them. I do ward them off with the torch. And now they're going after, they're going to upgrade, going after Hepa. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they have three successes against you. Mm-hmm. So they do four damage, but it has pierce three. Yowza. So that goes through the soak? It, it, gets, goes, it goes through three soak. Okay, so then it's four damage. Okay, yep. Four damage of bites. We don't get rabies. <laughs> but they have two threats. Uh-huh. So uh, they could take a black die on their next thing. You could take a blue die on your next thing. You could perform a free maneuver. So if you want to bring the snowstorm back, you could do that. Yeah, I do. That hurt. Okay. Bunches of bats bite you, and you bring the snowstorm yeah. back. Wait till we get attacked by mosquitoes. It's going to be snowstorm. <laughs> That'll be perfect, though. <laughs> okay. So 
Now that the bats are all swarming around you, they spent their maneuver to team around you, which is what let them attack both of you. So their action was attacking though, right? Yes. Okay. So their turn is finished. Yep. But you need to know that they are now causing two setback dice on everything you guys what? do. Because they're all up in your face and everything like that. So essentially, they are blinding you, kind of. Fair enough. Well, that's going to make this more challenging. So you are dealing with three black dice. Yes. Two from bats and one from darkness. Okay. Trick doesn't want to lose this torch. I know he's not good at swinging around a weapon like this. But he's going to use this torch to help, like, corral the bats a little bit. So then he can, like, grab onto one and smack it around. So he's going to get a brawl check. Okay. But that is the narrative in which it's happening. So you're going to punch the bats. It's too bad we don't have Rafty, because you're really good with that. Yeah. It's like your melee weapon is Rafty. <laughs> That's true. Do I get a blue die for having this torch to help corral the bats a little bit? So you are using this torch to kind of try to help you... I'm using it to try to help me, but I'm not directly attacking with the torch. It's fine to say no, I'm just passing. I don't think that that gives you a blue die, but okay. you can feel free to upgrade if you want. And well, I'm going to narratively one... say that that's because of the torch. I'm aiming, I'll take a maneuver. Okay. And so that's lining up a shot with this torch at least so I can spot one bat. And then, yes, I will upgrade to give some hope here. You know what? I got a strain. I'll aim again. Trick takes a good long look. You there. Okay. It's a lot of dice. That is. For a torch. Against bats. We have a failure with one threat. So I can take some additional strain if you like. Yes, you will take one strain as you maybe get some sparks and, and smoke and stuff. Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah. Fire, fire, fire hot. And then we're back to the top of the order. Did you want to go again? Uh, no, I think you should go because you got this this already up. Yeah, I'm going to do the thing with the thing. I was trying some fire and ice. It <laughs> wasn't working out. I'm curious how the story goes later. Well, if we survive the well, bats. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's short range, so it's one purple. It is three black dice, and you're rolling a discipline check. Okay. There is still a story point on the good guy side. I'm spending a story point on the bad guy side so that that purple is actually red. Yeah, I think I'll take it right back. You'll spend, spend a story point. Yeah, I'll spend one. The bats did not seem that impressed with Trick. Just in general. I was like, you're swinging at them, and there's there's a huge mass of bats, and so you're like, hitting a bunch it's of... like we're a brick wall, and they're all silent, these bats. They're like... Heckling me. They also call us egg crusher. Um, <laughs> one advantage. You could pass a blue die to your friend. Pass a blue die. The snow it dissipates again, but doesn't do anything. Whatever bats collide, like it doesn't hit them as squarely right, as, right, right. as before. You attacked on your turn, but you didn't use a maneuver. What can I do? Step back, or you could disengage from them, or you could draw your sword. Yep. I mean, you could start another one. To prepare for next round as well would be an alternative. It's really hard to do it though, but am I any better with my sword? When the sword killing... gives you defensive, that's why I mentioned it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I could have one in each hand. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll pull my sword, which somehow will defend me from the bats a little bit. It's kind of like swatting. Okay. It's something to be in their way. Okay. That's why it has defensive. You <laughs> parry bats. <laughs> and then I was thinking maybe next time I could try the brambles to protect us. <laughs> and then that's just me with my hands full making brambles or whatever. We'll see. That'll be next turn. And the bats go again. The bats are going to attack you both again. Okay. As you seem to be tasty. And well, I they appreciate are their good taste. already engaged with you, so they don't need to spend their maneuver to do that. They are going to spend their maneuver to aim. And they're only going to aim at Hepa, as they have already tasted Hepa's blood, and it was delicious. Elvish. That, that pure elvish blood. <laughs> All right. Three damage to you. And there are two threats. Okay. Could they lose the benefit of this teaming? Drop what they're holding in their tiny little bat claws? Yeah. Maybe we can get a hole in them so that they're not, like, giving us the three. Or oh, is that the teaming? That's generally done with advantages, not with somebody else's threats. I do see that, yeah. One of us could perform a free maneuver. So you could say those two threats, Trick performs the maneuver that gets him out of engaged. I think that's so he reasonable. doesn't get attacked. Oh, okay. But if you're going to attack them, you're going to have to right move my back I'm into engaged. I'm not going oracle, though. Do you have any of the flower left? 
the flour? I don't know if that That's would food. help. Didn't we have some food that was totally useless? Not to us. <laughs> so you want to disengage from them with this? Sure. We okay. need a net or something. <laughs> we need something or a, a blanket. Yes. I don't think I have a net or something. Though. Do we have blankets or cloaks or whatever? Like, how do we stay warm at night? You have, like, bed rolls. Did you leave your camp set up with cotton or did you, like, no, load up your backpacks? No, because we were going to be away for several days. So oh, right, right. So you're planning to be overnight. Somewhere. So you do have, like, a bed roll. Yeah. But you had a plan or something like that? Uh, something like that. Do you have some music that you can play that will make them very sad? Uh, I mean, the opposite of that? Uh, I can try to inspire you. Well, not inspire, but encourage you. I think Trick owns up like, I can't, I can't get a handle on him, but I can't take a shot while you're in there. I think, but you've got this. <laughs> Ice and blade. <laughs> what is the effect of what you're doing? I need to roll a charm trick. What power are you using? Encouraging song. And what does it do? For every success, one ally with a medium range gets a blue die on the next roll. For each advantage, they get to recover a strength. Not a spell. Not a maneuver, so I will probably also be doing an eight another maneuver. As I try to distract a couple bats. And I don't feel like black dice due to vision apply to this. What is your musical instrument? I don't have a musical instrument. My oh. musical instrument is Rye Comments. Okay. So, no black dice involved. No black dice I agree dice with your assessment. If there still was a black die, it wouldn't matter. You'd throw it out because it's a charm check. Okay, that is success with a threat. If I had more allies, they could get more blue dice, but... So, every ally gets a blue die. Every ally gets a blue die. Okay. You get to recover no strain. In fact, I probably take some strain, and I will just aid another as I'll try to lead some of these bats off you. Okay, so back. <laughs> so I end up being the soldier. <laughs> Trick took care of the corpses. It's your turn to take care of the bats. That's true. It happens to be that you have the perfect weapon to use against them. That's true. It just makes me laugh. She's just like, oh, we'll go through the woods and we'll find some artifacts. <laughs> Thanks, Daddy. And now she's got a sword out. <laughs> so you have two blue dice from Trick, Peppa. Yeah, I think I'm going to try this thing again. The okay. stone. So maneuver turns on the snowstorm. Yeah. Discipline check attacks with it. Yeah. Do we have any story points? Yep, we got you. Should I use it? Maybe I should. These guys are eating me alive. Yes, I think you definitely should. Okay. Three successes and two advantages. So like you're doing ten, ten damage again. Damage. Mm -hmm. Two advantages is enough to crit with the snowstorm. Do it. Would you like to crit? Yes. Okay. You may roll on the crit table. Mostly because I want to see what critting does. Uh, 70? Scattered sentences. Target removes all blue dice from skill checks until this crit is healed. Alright, we're going to call it Scattered Bets. And well, hopefully better. 10 took enough of them out that they're not doing 4 points. I mean, they're not going to aim at you anymore, so that's a plus. Oh, that's true. So you did one maneuver and you didn't attack. Mm -hmm. The snow has dissipated after whacking more bats away. Right. Do you wish to spend strain for another maneuver? I mean, what would I be able to do is just pull up the... Bring up the snowstorm again. Or I can step out of being engaged. But it's their turn next, so. Then they'll come back to me. They'll have to spend a maneuver to do yeah, it again. But. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that it benefits me to pull up a snowstorm okay. right now. And I probably could use the strain. Okay. As good as I'm feeling, because I just hope that I can do it. I'm not alone. <laughs> I mean, but you could do it alone. <laughs> Trick is an encouraging guy. All right, the bats go. They are still... like, you're right, Trick Manu. I do have this. <laughs> the bats are still engaged with you. <laughs> I'm just picturing how much blood, like the bloody mess she's going to look like she is with all the little tiny... Your blood, bat blood. Yeah. But I feel like it's going to be pretty subtle, because it's all like tiny little punctures. Yeah, but I just figured there's like blood coming from all of them. Okay. They are going to come at you again. But hopefully less of them. Like 10 points less, I hope. I got bad news for you. Uh-oh, more come? No, it's just that they are a swarm. Oh, so, so not a minion. Group. They are not a group of minions. A swarm is a rival. Yeah, but you got to understand, Trick's really encouraging me here, so 10 points less of them. <laughs> <laughs> you have a story point if you want to make their life harder. I wonder if we should, but then... I mean, how, how is your health situation? I've taken seven, or out of 11. So four could be a bad news situation, but they can't possibly, they can only have two successes. On that time. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, so they not. can't kill you. Well, maybe we don't need to use a story point, because I we're going to have to get creative, I think. They completely miss you. Oh, thank goodness. 
you know, 10 points of, <laughs> of disorder. Yeah, I, made, I made a 10 point hole in the past. Yeah, so you know, your your snowstorm is doing a good job and Trick is harassing them verbally. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, He's right, I've got the crystal, I can do this. Your thing works until the end. It just goes on their next roll. Okay. The utility of it is that you can hit many allies at once with this. Right, but also it's their next roll, so it doesn't matter Like if you happen to go before they go. Correct. I was asking because an additional ally is about to enter the fray, and I wanted oh. to know whether they had to act before you did or not. But it sounds like they don't nope. have to act before you. They do not. So They're they, the next roll. They will come in at the end of the round then. Okay. Good. Then I'll just catch and follow us here. We'll find out. Because this doesn't actually like think you guys can do anything. She's zombie. been hunting bats. Yeah, a friendly zombie. Okay. I think Trick's going to keep up the same. That seemed to work really well. So it's going to be like, yeah, hit him again. Have I, need, I need some uh, quippy pun, though. Punch him in the face. Punch him in the face. Oh, no. You need something with a bat. They Don't fly. Out. I've got a crystal. Shoot out. Cold. Yeah. Making like, Trick thinks about making a comment like, man, she's got like that. Icy cold like her mom. Oh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, take that, mom. <laughs> yeah. Like, show them what an elvish sorceress can do. Pepe's yeah. like, I don't know what an elvish sorceress can do. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no threats this time. Success. Last one, blue die. And Trick will continue, like, trying to corral them a little bit around the edge. Not let them get away. Okay. So you have done an eat another maneuver in addition to your quippy quip? Yes. All right, and at this point, an ally enters the fray. A woman with a flaming torch in hand comes around a bend in the corridor. From deeper in the cave? Or from deeper in the cave. And she comes running. Like, she is not surprised. Like, she doesn't stumble. She doesn't come casually walking around the corner like, oh, you're being attacked. Well, we've been making a racket. Exactly. She's like, oh, they stirred up the bat. Somebody's here. So <laughs> she comes running around the corner and she has a less makeshift torch in hand. We call them elvish torches? We only use wood that has already started to be burned? She has a far more sturdy looking torch than the one that you assembled. Also, I'm using pork grease. All right, so this woman comes running around the corner with her flaming cudgel, essentially, and she spends a maneuver to get engaged with the bats and slams at them with her burning torch. Okay, mysterious stranger. But she's got a blue die because you were saying encouraging things. Maybe this woman's thinking like, oh, fuck, the hell has arrived. Is she an elvish sorceress? I mean, if you got an elvish sorceress on your side, that's that's a better day. Mm -hmm. But she has two black dice because she's moved to engage with them. Yep, and it's dark. She's got her own torch, which is a better torch. There are now two torches, and her torch is even better, so darkness yeah. penalties do not apply to anybody at this point. Huzzah. It's a hit with two threats for her. But it is a club, so it's for brawn, plus one, plus that is four damage, but it has burn quality. But she has no advantages. But it just needs to have burn quality. Oh, okay. okay. To do full damage to the axes. They have one soap. So she does three damage to them. So a woman with a torch has run up into the fray. So now help has arrived. Yep, help has arrived. They're back to back. She, she's like, there's the smell of some scorching... That's now. So okay. human question mark? It looks like a human. Fe female figure. It's a female figure that is approximately slightly shorter than you. But I have a stone and I am feeling like a sorceress, that's true, and I've started to get the hang of this thing, and I've got an artifact in my hand and a sword in the other. It's a good day. And I've lost some blood, so That just makes it a good day. The adrenaline's rushing, so yeah, I'm gonna light up this thing again with my maneuver and I'm gonna try to get him again. Snowstorm! Yeah. My discipline is for crap. Three advantages and two failures. Oh, okay, but three advantages. Which is enough to take away their blinding swarm quality. Well, they're about to go. Yes, yeah, so let's do that. I hope this woman It has gets metals. negated until the end of the round. Oh, end of the current round. Okay. So, so they disperse somewhat. Yes. Now they're going to go. They've been drinking your blood. I believe they're still going to keep drinking your blood because mm -hmm. they've tasted it. That's why I was like, I don't need the advantages for strain because they're going to go after the blood more than they're going for my strain. Failure with three threats. Okay, I'll take it. The bats are not going to fall prone because they're flying creatures. They've exhausted themselves. They need to head, just hang out somewhere for a bit. They, they land on the ceiling. Yeah. They, they fall up on the throne onto the ceiling. <laughs> what is something that would be useful to us? A free maneuver could be useful for like 
an aim or what are you going to do on your turn? I was debating joining the fray and swinging at them, but really, I should keep doing what I'm doing now that we have even more assistance. So you want to do a free maneuver or you want your ally to have a free maneuver? Probably my ally should have a free maneuver. It makes more sense. Okay. How well can Trick see this new person that's here? You can see her quite well. She moved past you. She's right there with Peppa, so she, they're nearby. And she's holding like a brighter torch than you have. Right. Like enough to take away darkness penalties. But she doesn't have a proper weapon out. The torch, she is very deliberately swinging right. okay. with some level of skill Okay. as a weapon. Does she seem like she's wearing any kind of armor or she's in traveling clothes? Or... She... Is in leathery clothes, okay. um, which could just be traveling clothes, or they could give her a little bit of soak like you guys have. Okay, that makes sense. She also has like a slingshot on her hip. She doesn't have it out, but her torch is constructed well enough to withstand being used as a cudgel. Okay, okay, so that looks intentional. All right, yeah, I don't know her name. I have to come up with. It's probably something Torchmaker because her torch is. Just you know what? Absolute. This is the real fire dice. <laughs> she does have red hair. Perfect. Yeah, so I think Trick will just address them as fire and ice. <laughs> you become like a superhero team. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a pop song. Yeah, and he's like, all right, now we got fire and ice. Show them the might of the four seasons. <laughs> I'll be doing the, the fall. <laughs> the fall back? I'll be doing double duty at the fall and spring. <laughs> spring forward, fall back. Yes. Okay, make your charm check. Yep. I like the idea of Trick... Like, standing on the side of the boxing ring with, like, the microphone pulled down. He's just the announcer. Yes. I have just one success, though. I think I have to give it a headbutt. Okay. I haven't had problem before. <laughs> There's, like, two uh, people. But I'll eat another to... To fire? To misfire. Okay. This is so doubtfire. She got a free maneuver, which was to aim. Yep. You were giving her a blue die. She is going to spend strain to aim also. And the bats are fine with that. They're fine with that. Like, I wasn't going to upgrade it. Yeah, you can hit us. That's fair. They had a council meeting. (laughs) That's six. So that is, that's enough to... Disperse the bats. To Some bats fall to the ground burnt and the others fly away. Oh, good. So she waves her fire at them, kind of like chases them a little bit further down the hall past you guys. So you have a moment to like speak to each other before she comes back. Falling wind. That was impressive. Thank you. I, I like this I, rock. Or this crystal. Can Trick like make a perception check? Hepa seems really into this crystal. <laughs> you can Like she's really into things. What what do you wish? We think it might be a necromantic control crystal. Does Hepa seem normal? As best I can know Hepa? Psychologically uh, speaking. Just a double check. Not I'm having a great time. I really love this crystal. If you are very carefully trying to be like, is she acting normal? Then that's a perception check. Because it's okay. akin to, in social combat, when you say, I am doing a perception check to judge this person. Yep. I will do that. Or should it be against her? Cool. But she's not trying she's to She's not trying to hide anything. So how hard is it? Just one purple die to see, is she behaving normally? Because you know her at this point. Yep. You've been traveling to her a while. Three successes, two advantages. This is more excited than normal. But I would like to say, ow! <laughs> so, I can't tell you what happens feeling like Lex has to say like this level of excitement that Hepa has this is like the thrill of scientific discovery plus a little bit of battle rush probably yeah but also she did take a lot of injuries so I'm gonna assume that it must be adrenaline that's got okay. her going okay. yeah so. so no creepy vibes okay that's good but it was pretty cool for what we needed so I think that's we still Hepa's... roll some cooler discipline yes roll your cooler discipline to gain back that's strength that's what I needed I need to put a point into discipline. Oh, wait, I need to just learn how to use my crystal. What is that, too? Howling wind. Before I get bored of it. All right, the woman turns back around. I will sit down. Oh, and she, like, she, she goes. Yeah, we gotta treat those wounds. And, it, and she kind of, like, she looks at you two, and she's like, Elvis Sorceress is no healing magic, right? Can I heal myself? I do know when healing. <laughs> is that harder on myself or whatever? Uh, Genesis, please. I believe it is one harder because I, um, but let me double check. Not as bad as regular medicine. But I don't think the crystal is going to help me with that because I think it might just be an ice thing. And the rod might be, if I had the rod, I might be able to help myself. Oh, summons can heal. A trick has to like inject with. Uh, Among their many talents, 
Well, the shamans can indeed regenerate torn flesh, broken boards, broken bones. I was like, I think I did this once. I have to try it before the encounter's over, because otherwise I lose it. That's true. Use it or lose it. We will play right now as if it does not have increased difficulty. And then later on I will double check and find out what the rule is. One purple difficulty. It is a primal check, and it doesn't matter how many wounds you have accumulated. Okay. Like if I'm at more than half or whatever? Right. Okay. That is my understanding. Let's see. I got an advantage. <laughs> you recover one strain. Yeah. Unfortunately, you do not heal yourself. Um, <laughs> that was I, like... Just, uh, just sit, sit still. How long does it take for them to regenerate? I don't think it worked. Oh, it's down in the caves. It's not as effective as in the forest. Uh, that was amazing, though. Uh, let me just get some of your pulses. Sit still. <laughs> you think it's because of the cave? I don't think so. Yeah, are you okay, Miss Do you need Fire? a hand with that? Sure. She'll give you a blue dye of assistance. That's helpful. She's over half, so two purples. I can give you so much strain <laughs> I have no more strain. I have four advantages. So you are fine strain-wise, though. Yeah. So we have to come up with something else that four advantages does here. Does this person have some... Ah. Yes. Proper healing. So... <laughs> or like a, she's human like, healing. Here's the mud we use. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I got a leech right here. You're getting out your poultices and stuff, and she says, like, oh, I, I can help you with this. But she starts rifling through, like, her little pack, and he's, like, dabbing at all these tiny little she bites. She pulls out band-aids. She gives you a mushroom. She's like, here, chew this. Uh, you know what? I'll do what it. If it's no, you said that mushrooms aren't yep, sentient. Yep, that's right. It's not <laughs> Wait, did you see a... Oh, rats. It was cave rats. Yeah, did you see any rats eating this type of mushroom? Right. Is this a mushroom no, or a toadstool? No. And she's like, oh, goodness, no, I would never want rats to get at these. These are too valuable. Well, thank you. So... Peppa says politely. This mushroom's a painkiller. You heal five wounds. Oh, excellent. Analgesic. <laughs> also, you grow like two feet taller because we're now playing Super Mario. <laughs> Wait, are you with the Cheshire cat? Oh, I was thinking Alice in Wonderland. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I spit fireballs. Yes. Uh, are you okay, Miss Fire? My name is Mary Ellen. Please, Nature. This is my uh, cousin, Hepa. I'm Trick Manu. We didn't expect to find anyone else in these caves. Thank you for your assistance. You're going to need more torches on you. How much further does this cave go? <laughs> All the way to Southern Outpost. South, Southern, South Tower? Yeah, it's a fancy name for it these okay, days. Okay, yeah, we, I've never been there. That's what I heard someone else call it. Do you live down here? Is there a village? And she's like, yeah, do dwarves call their places villages. I wouldn't really consider them villages. Wait, is she a dwarf? No, she's not. Oh, wait, no, no. You know what? Hepa doesn't know, because she didn't really pay that much attention. <laughs> no, I mean, your dwarves only refer to them as fortresses. So, no matter the well, size. the thing is, is like, she took classes on this stuff, but she didn't take, like, a, the whole semester or whatever. So, are you a dwarf? You would be taller than I would have expected. No, I'm, I'm a human. Yeah, wherever seven or more dwarves are gathered is a fortress, I think. They call me Snow Red. And <laughs> <laughs> she's like, do you guys know what you're doing down here? Yes. I don't know if you're aware, on surface side... There's like a fog around here. I haven't been out the way you came in, no. Okay. The water there has gotten tainted. And it gets more tainted whenever there's a strange earth shock. And things are bubbling up from underground. So we're going underground here, which is not the forest. It's a can't see tree. Trying to figure out what is the source of these shocks. This sounds like you were making a charm check. That sounds good to me. What is her cool? She might be a cool customer. She has a purple and a red. She has one cool. That is success with two threats. Do you want to give away maybe more information than you should? Yeah, I'm trying to think what information I'd want to protect. It seemed like you were pretty much just saying everything. So I'm well, sure it's what... like, oh, we were poking around for artifacts in the swamp. I don't know if that's an appropriate level of detail. Um, an inappropriate level of detail. We're working with a Saurian? You... <laughs> Our Saurian showed us the bubbles. You're here to, like, put a stop to whatever is doing this stuff? We want to find out what the problem is and keep whatever the problem is from getting into the water. It's bad for us. It's bad for people who live in the swamp. It's bad for the moonshiners. Okay. I am going to consume these threats. It can turn into a black dye in what I do next. This is... You succeeded your charm check. Right. She... Well, when she says you want to put a stop, Hippolonia could just... Be like, ideally, so she's not helping you. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. 
Yeah, I well, mean, yes. Yeah, so so that like informs like how this woman you've succeeded your charm check. She understands like you're not nefarious. You're down here for for a purpose, but what her opinion of that purpose is and what she does with you as a result, those, those might be consuming those threats. Do you know what's going on then? She says that uh, you know she can take you to that dwarven fortress if you can help her with her problem, which is that her cart has gotten caught in one of the underground rivers and um, she has been unable to free it herself. I mean, it's like a cart underground. The least we could do. She just met us. Yeah, I mean, you helped us out with the bag, so that's definitely we can help you with that. So, do you feel like any sort of negotiation check is required? I don't think so. I feel like we will help her with the cart. She'll take us to the dwarves. All right. listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, and played using Edge Studio's Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized, narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at DelBorovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Westnoth by Matthias Westland a.k.a. West, licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience.